Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Send Out Cards, sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. When you want to reach out and appreciate someone today, send them a card in the mail so that they know how special they are to you, and it's less than a dollar a card. I hope you'll support our sponsor. They help us bring this show to you every week. As you know, on this show, we like to go to the leading, leading edge of metaphysical information, and we find that the sometimes the most interesting way to get there with new and fresh and invigorating information is from channels. Now, we have focused on, for the majority of these shows, on Abraham, coming through the teachings of Abraham via beautiful Esther Hicks. And I truly find that their work, and many of you who've listened to this show, um, their work has changed our lives fundamentally because they're able to deliver an understanding of who we are and how we can fully expand in this life experience. Recently, we've also introduced you to a newer channel that I've come across. Uh, His name is Frank Butterfield of the Communion of Light. So there's two things going on. It's fascinating, the channel experience, but really, that's not what we're focused on here. We're really focused on the information that's coming through these teachers. Information that's giving us a tangible way to create our lives in the way that we can maximize our joy, maximize our experience, expand our true consciousness. And it's with that that we go searching that I personally love this journey of discovering new teachers that have a way of saying something fresh, but it's also the universal unity consciousness that we have all studied for many, many years. And going back through thousands of years of teachers, but there is something so fascinating about hearing this information come through in a, a being, a person who's expanded their consciousness and reached into those higher echelons of infinite knowing. And it's with that that we introduce another channel to you on today's show. I came across this channel from a friend of mine who is very much into Abraham. And so I think you'll find that the information you're going to hear on this show is very much in the same vibration, the same high consciousness as what we've experienced from the teachings of Abraham. But it's also fascinating to hear this information through different perspectives. The humor is different, the analogies, the focus is different, and yet it is so exciting to remember ourselves through these great teachers. This particular channel is called Bashar. 
It's B-A-S-H-A-R. And you can check out their website at Bashar.org. Now, the individual who channels Bashar, his name is Daryl Anka. And in the beginning of our show today, you're going to hear a segment of how he came to this work. And I find it's interesting as background information, as anecdotal information as to how he became this channel. But it's such a small, small part of what comes through this individual in the form of the teachings of law of attraction, but also understanding how we can tap into our broader knowing, the broader source energy pulsing through us every moment. And it's with that that I bring you the bulk of today's show where Bashar talks about living from excitement, living from that level of knowing that what your next step is, has to do profoundly with where your excitement lies. And I think so often in life, we've found a way to talk ourselves out of that which we truly desire. We have taken the temperature of too many people in our lives and asked them if they think it's okay or they think it's a smart way to go or if we should do this. And what these teachers are saying and what Bashar is going to be talking about in this hour is how important it is to live from your excitement to make decisions in the moment based on where you are feeling the most excited. And that's from huge decisions, who to marry, what job to take, what place uh, to to focus your creativity, and also the more mundane, day-to-day, the everyday attraction aspects. This profound practice, this artistic, vibrational practice of following our excitement and knowing that when we are excited, we are calling through the divine energy. We're being called by source energy to move here and move there through the elegance of this expression. And from there, we get back our power because the universe aligns with this divine energy and gives us that which we have asked. I am excited to bring you this information And as always, I'm so appreciative of your willingness to come on this journey with us as we explore the aspects of everyday attraction. So first up, a little bit about Bashar, and then for the rest of the hour, living from your excitement. Thanks for joining us. Here we go. Uh, For the people that are not familiar with Bashar, very, very briefly, channeling is something that is a, regardless of what may be being brought through, is a natural altered state, uh, measurable on different instruments and so forth. Everyone has the ability to channel. Everyone probably does channel at various times. Channeling is really just getting into that state where if you're doing what you love to do, you're not thinking about it, it just flows, you don't pay attention to time, uh, that's a channeling state. Someone who's lost in the song, an actor who becomes the part, in essence, is in a channeling state. But in that state, you can also access other portions of your own consciousness. You can access um, portions of information from throughout the universe, apparently, and make connections with uh, other beings, other dimensions, what have you, depending on how you wish to focus the idea of that channeling. For me, this began, and the reason it's happening this way, is about now 35 years ago, uh, I I live in Los Angeles, and I had uh, two very close broad daylight sightings of a UFO. First time about 70 feet away, second time, uh, I mean, first time about 150 feet away, second time about 70 feet away of an equilateral triangular ship. 
um, with witnesses with me both times, uh, about 30 feet on the side. Seeing that started me wanting to know more about what UFOs were all about and, and all that kind of thing, and I started investigating that subject. As I was investigating that subject, I ran across other metaphysical books. There weren't many books at that time on various UFO or metaphysical subjects, so I just kind of like went down the line of, of the single shelf in the bookstore that had all of them at that time. And um, <clears throat> throughout that process uh, of investigating that, I was ultimately introduced to a channel who was uh, practicing at that time. And the person doing that channeling offered to teach, or the entity coming through that channel offered to teach a class. And I thought, well, this is interesting. I, I don't think I'm going to become a channel, but I wanted to learn more. It was part of my research. I wanted to see how something like channeling could be taught. <clears throat> so I went into the class, uh, and it was about a 12-week course, and it gave you exercises, guided meditations, different things to put you in touch uh, with that altered state. And about halfway through the class, about six weeks in, when I was in a particular altered state, I received what... I experienced to be a telepathic connection from Bashar and his people. In that one instant, an actual memory came back of having made an agreement with Bashar to do this before this life. And I understood in that moment that the UFO had been shown to me on purpose to get me to go in the direction I needed to go so that by the time it was time for me to fulfill that agreement I had made, I would be ready. And the question that was immediately there in my head was, is this something you still want to do? It was offered as a choice. Nothing, nothing about this is ever forced. I had to think about it for a while because what I experienced, I didn't know if I was hallucinating from the meditation or what I was actually experiencing. Um, <clears throat> but I thought, well, let's see where this goes because the experiences I had had with the other channel had been that interesting information can come through people in this altered state. And whether Bashar is really another entity or whether it's a portion of my own consciousness or whatever, uh, the altered state is real. The information seems to have the ability to help people do what they need to do to make the kind of changes they need to make in their lives. And for that reason, I figured that's, that's reason enough to go ahead and see where this goes. Uh, here I am 25 years later. So, <clears throat> you know, if, if I, somebody had said, you know, you're going to wind up being a telephone for an alien, <laughs> that would have been the last thing I would have thought. But <clears throat> nevertheless, stranger things can happen. Now, Bashar does present himself as an extraterrestrial consciousness, as an actual member of an extraterrestrial society. According to him, what's happening here is this is actually a telepathic contact. The training I went through trained me to alter my brainwave frequency to become closer to theirs. They changed their frequency to become closer to mine. Once the frequencies match, they lock. And when they start getting that lockstep harmony, what's happening is I'm actually acting as a translation device. He's not here, he's not in my body, he's not speaking English, he's just sending thoughts. They get translated into the language that I was raised to understand, which is English. Um, I have actually seen him come through a woman in Japan, in Japanese, coming out of her, through a woman, but the personality, identical. So <clears throat> there are other things that have happened that give me enough sort of validation to say, okay, maybe he is who he says he is, but what I really want to stress to all of you is nothing about this in any way, shape, or form insists that you have to believe Bashar is who he says he is. The most important thing about this is, does the information help you? Does it work when you apply it in your life? That's really the only thing that's important. Bashar has said when the time is right, 
They will make themselves known to us in any concrete way that needs to be made known. And uh, if we need that kind of proof, we'll have it then. Right now, they want us to focus on the information because that's what helps make us the changes that need to be made on the planet. Um, that's pretty much the process. When he comes through, you'll see me go into the altered state. Um, <clears throat> you will experience the change that happens in my energy that becomes a mirror or a representation of his energy. And um, you just sort of have a normal conversation with him when it comes time to talk to him and ask questions. He'll probably talk about something first he feels is a topical idea for this particular gathering at this time. And uh, for you know, who knows how long, maybe 15 minutes or so. When he opens it up then to questions and answers, uh, begin the process as April described it. Uh, please feel free just to talk to him like you would a friend. The more fun you have with him, the more fun he'll have with you. And uh, really, you can ask him anything. It really doesn't seem to matter. In 25 years, I can't even begin to tell you how many different kinds of questions from how many different kinds of people in different walks of life have asked him you know, things. He, he's talked about past lives. He's talked with physicists about physics. Everyone seems to kind of walk away happy with the information they get. So he's somehow capable of really explaining um, the principles underlying physical reality and how we can use them uh, to our benefit. Uh, so please don't be shy about asking him whatever it's important to you to ask. Uh, and remember that uh, a lot of times we have seen over and over again that even when you come up and maybe think that what you're asking is very personal and private, Bashar will usually take that and even though he will give you the answer you need, he'll take it and turn it around into something that most everyone in the group can also use. So he's very aware that he's interacting not just with one person in these kinds of gatherings, but with all of you. Uh, and some of you, and many people say this too, some of you may find that as he's speaking, a lot of your questions will actually be answered. He'll sort of telepathically pick up on what you're thinking about, and he'll just give you the information, and you'll go, okay, I don't need to ask that anymore. Um, I don't think there's anything else I need to say right now. Um, since we're getting a little bit of a late start, I'll just go ahead and go into the altered state. But again, I want to thank you for coming. Please have a good time. I'm going to take a nap now, and I'll see you later. <laughs> Oh, for me, a lot of people ask this. For me, the experience is like I'm falling into a daydream. None of this is painful for me. None of this is difficult. And at the end of it, I'm usually energized. But I know that when my body goes through adjustments to accommodate the higher frequency energy, sometimes people say it looks like I'm having a little bit of a difficulty, but I'm not. And when he's talking to you, all I'm experiencing is sort of a random, energetic, emotional daydream. I sometimes see pictures, but they're all very abstract for me, but it's very pleasant. Um, so don't worry about what's going on with me. I'm having a good time, too, on my own, somewhere, <clears throat> somehow. Um, so thanks, and I'll see you later. Stay tuned. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. We'll be right back after the break. Don't think about it. Let it unfold. Let it go. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support.
Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Oh, it's a good day to you this day of your time. How are you all? All right. Are you all excited? All right, workshop's over. You see how fast it can happen? Have a good time. Good day. Now, allow us to begin by saying we have no idea what we're going to talk about. The reason I say this is to allow you to understand that when you live totally in the moment, you don't necessarily have to plan everything out. Don't necessarily have to Lay it all out before you do it. You can, in the moment, upon the realization of what needs to be done, simply call upon your connections to the infinite to bring through whatever information is necessary at that moment. You don't necessarily need to think about it a moment before. Just know that you will know what you need to know when you need to know it, and it will be there for you. This connects into the idea of living fully your excitement, being present, being in the now, and knowing that you are connected to all that is in whatever way, shape, or form at any given moment you need to be to bring through for you at that moment what you need most. Living in that trust, living in that assurance, living in that knowledge is the state of being that best reflects Living your life to the fullest, living your excitement to the fullest. Now again, when we talk about the idea of excitement, you can use any kind of label you wish to represent that. We understand that words have different meanings in your society, and excitement, in a sense, can be many things to many people. It can be unconditional love, It can be joy, it can be bliss, it can be passion, it can be a peaceful state of mind. You don't always have to be jumping up and down to be excited. When we talk about the idea that we refer to in your language as excitement, 
We are simply talking about that vibrational state that represents you being in harmonious alignment with your true natural self. And the process of discovering your true natural self and being that true natural self is what it's all about in terms of having a life that allows you to experience ecstatic explosions of synchronicity and effortlessness and creativity and love and joy. It is the willingness, the willingness to be who you really are, to discover who you really are and be that you. That willingness is all it takes to get the ball rolling, to start the momentum going, to bring into your life, to attract to you those things that are most reflective of what you need next, of what you need to look at, what you need to deal with, what you need to process, in order to add that knowledge and add that experience to your being so that you can expand and expand and expand and become, experientially become, more of who you were already created to be. There's a process of self-discovery. A process of awakening. A process, in a sense, of remembering who you are. As we said, that's what physical reality experience is all about. It's making choices. It's the ability to choose. It's the experience that choice brings you of discovering through all the choices you make who and what you really are as this particular personality in this particular parallel reality life. Now, yes... Of course, the greater you, what some people may call the oversoul, obviously has a number of lives going on simultaneously in what you call parallel realities or past or future. All of those things coexist concurrently, simultaneously. But this you is unique as all of the different versions are. All the different live experiences are, whether physical or not. Each aspect of your greater self is unique. And so even though you have many lives, this life will never happen again and has never happened before. This is the only life this you has. And so to make the most of it, to allow yourself to really experience, to really savor what this life is all about, the idea is that you have the freedom, regardless of what you have been taught, regardless of what you may still believe, you have the freedom at every given moment to choose who you prefer to be, how you prefer to act, what experience of life you prefer to have, that you believe is most representative of the you you are, in your heart of hearts, in your deepest soul. Now, as children, many of you automatically understand what it is to live an exciting life. But of course, different belief systems that have developed within your society over time will often talk you out of continuing to live that exciting life as you grow up, as you mature. But the idea is really to learn to balance that, to learn to blend that, 
to learn to become a grounded adult who still understands the freedom of play, the freedom of creativity, the freedom of excitement in the way you understood it as a child. So it is allowing yourself as an adult to rediscover how you can integrate that excitement, that childlike attitude, that childlike gratitude for every moment of the day, for a total appreciation of your life in a way that is natural, in a way that is second nature to you, actually first nature to you, so that you can know with assurance that as you move through life and as you make decisions and as you make choices, you are constantly, constantly, constantly supported in whatever choice you make, to whatever degree you are willing to make it, you are never not supported by the universe. And this is the first element we wish to drive home with you with regard to the idea of living an exciting life. It's the understanding and the realization you are never not supported by the universe. Totally. Many of you can create an experience as if you are unsupported in a variety of categories and ways. But all that is happening is you are being supported in what might be a negative belief. The universe does not judge. All that is does not judge whatever belief you choose to experience. And if you choose to create a definition and a belief within your consciousness that says you are not supported, the universe will support you in your experience of lacking support. You are always supported, but you are only supported to the degree and in the manner your strongest belief says you are capable of being supported in. But you are supported fully in that belief, in that experience. Every single belief, as we have said, contains in a sense a mechanism that reinforces that belief. It creates a self-fulfilling reinforcement mechanism. It has to, by definition. If beliefs did not contain self-reinforcing mechanisms, you would not be able to have discrete experiences in physical reality. You would not be able to have a particular experience of a particular belief without other beliefs leaking in. And this is, to some degree, one of the things you are learning to transform, is the idea that you can have an overriding belief an overriding belief that colors all other beliefs, that beliefs are easy to change, instead of an overriding belief that beliefs are difficult to change. The overriding belief that beliefs are difficult to change is part of the paradigm of the belief itself that is there so it will be reinforced so you can have that experience that the belief creates. But now, in your age of transformation, you are learning you can replace that overriding belief, that program, that equation, with another one. That beliefs are easy to change. So that you can simultaneously, shall we say, experience to whatever degree you wish to any particular individual distinct and discrete belief, but at the same time always leave yourself a key to unlock from that belief should you desire to do so when you are done with that scenario. This, in some sense, is 
the malleability, the flexibility that is required as children have it to shift very quickly from belief to belief to belief to belief, from experience to experience to experience to experience, creating a life that can go at any given moment in any direction whatsoever. So that you understand that every single moment is a zero moment and is absolutely not connected to the moment that was there before it, unless you believe it is. And that's the key. At every moment, you have the absolute and total ability to reinvent yourself, redefine yourself wholly, completely, and become a completely different person. That is another thing that it helps to begin to realize, fully realize, when it comes to living a life of high excitement, is that every single moment, you actually are literally a different person. And the person that was there a moment ago is not the same person. And even though you may look in a mirror and see what you think is the same face that was there a moment ago, that is just an illusion of continuity that you are creating for convenience sake. So that you will not be deemed crazy or insane by your fellow members of society. But you could, you could create such a distinct difference in the person from moment to moment that when you look in the mirror, you would actually see a different face every single time you look. Some of this ability has been demonstrated, as you say in your language, scientifically, medically, in cases of what you call multiple personality, where you can actually have one personality that actually has a particular physical condition, such as a cancerous tumor. But when they switch to another personality, the tumor is nowhere to be found. Instantaneously transforming because this personality never had cancer. It's not that reality anymore. That this can be done by individuals exhibiting multiple personality disorder shows you what kind of capabilities you actually have and if you can, as you say, get a handle on transformation to that degree and at the same time know that it doesn't have to be out of control, then you can also make the same kind of transformation instantaneously in any way, shape or form you wish. And when you begin to understand that that's what you're already doing anyway from moment to moment, then you can, with more consciousness and more intention, guide the transformational change from moment to moment in the direction of your preference, in the direction of your excitement. Remember, that's what it's all about. It's not about learning how to do these things. You already know how to absolutely and completely and utterly do all these things. Create any reality Every moment, transform instantaneously, let go of one belief and latch on to another instantaneously from moment to moment to moment. You're doing it all the time. The issue is not learning how to transform. The issue is awakening to the choices you are making of what you transform from and to. Because you can create a sense of continuity 
in the beliefs that you choose that make it seem as if, from moment to moment, nothing much has changed. When in fact, from moment to moment, everything has changed. You are a completely different person and a completely different reality, literally, take me literally, every single moment that you experience. Any change at all, it's a total change, a complete change. You exist as a different person in a different universe, utterly. Utterly. So you don't have to worry about learning how to do that. It's automatically built into your creatorhood. That's what you do. You can't help yourself but create, moment to moment, a new universe. You are made in the image of all that is, and all that is is constantly creating new ideas, new perspectives, new universe, constantly shifting its consciousness simultaneously and concurrently from every different possible perspective, and that's exactly what you're doing too. But you have created an idea. You have created an idea, a notion, a system of definitions, a system of beliefs that define a particular experience you call physical reality on earth. And you have set up certain guidelines, <clears throat> certain parameters that you've all agreed to abide by to make it seem as if you are not doing all the things we are talking about now. Again, as an example, you talk about the idea or your scientists talk about the idea that you only use 10% of your brain. No, you use 100%, but you use 100% to make it seem as if you're only using 10. That's what you're doing. You're creating an experience of only using 10% of your brains with 100% of your brains. So waking up to that fact is what will allow you to realize you can change the percentage anytime you wish. Anytime you wish. Because all you're doing from moment to moment is saying, I choose 10%, I choose 10%, I choose 10%, I choose 10% again, I choose 10% again, I choose 10% again. Why? Because I said, I have to. Why? Because I said, I have to. Why? Because I said, I have to. <laughs> That's all you're doing. You're creating an illusion of continuity with your choices. You can break the continuity. Now, I understand Again, because of belief systems within that particular paradigm that the idea of breaking continuity can be scary. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. When we come back, more from Bashar and living your excitement. Stay tuned. From on the air to on the sea, pack your bags and come with me. Hey, hey, what you waiting for? An early winter rendezvous with all the things you love to do. Hey, hey, treat yourself to more. A little more summer, a little more sun, a little less work and a lot more fun. A little more beach, a little more sand. A little less stress and a lot more pain. Join your favorite Unity Online Radio hosts for Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. On this fun-filled Caribbean adventure, enjoy sunshine, exceptional dining, and island excursions. Feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation, plus one-on-one -on -one time with some of your favorite hosts. 
That's Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. To learn more, go to unity.fm slash cruise. A little more sunset, a little more sea, a little less do and a lot more be. been listening to everyday attraction where the law of attraction gets real to learn more become a fan of our facebook page search for everyday attraction or email us at everyday attraction at unity.fm your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed welcome back to the show we rejoin bashar as he talks about this concept of breaking continuity to find more clearly how we are creating our own reality in the moment. Here we go. Because of the way you define the concept of breaking continuity. But what this is all about is learning to break continuity creatively. This is all artists do anyway. You're all artists. You're all geniuses. The idea of there being a fine line between Genius and insanity is exactly this issue. The individuals on your planet that you call insane or have psychological disorders like the multiple personality disorder we recently mentioned, the only difference is that they are not aware of what they are doing in such a way that they can apply it creatively. They're not breaking their continuity intentionally and consciously. This is all about doing the same thing, but doing it intentionally and consciously and artistically and creatively. That's the only difference, and that's why you recognize instinctively, intuitively, that there's a very fine line between genius and madness. Because the idea of going from genius into madness is simply an idea of creating a belief system that allows you to forget that you are capable of breaking your continuity at will. And when you impose upon yourself the belief system that you are not breaking your continuity by choice, then you experience the thing called madness or disorder. But when you understand that you are breaking your continuity by will, by choice, then you have genius and artistry and creativity. That's the only difference. It's an issue of understanding how to break your continuity by choice and liking it enjoying it and not being afraid of it. It's all about making a friend of the unknown. Making friends with the unknown. Allowing the unknown to be a place of excitement and surprise and discovery rather than a place of fear. Rather than something to run from. Rather than something to hide from. It's a place to go toward. The unknown is where you will discover all the rest of yourself. That's where the rest of you is, in the unknown. So you want to develop a willingness, a willingness, not just to crawl there, not just to walk there, but to run there, run to the unknown. Embrace the unknown. It only contains more of you. That's all the unknown ever contains. More of you. 
more ability to discover more of you. If it's scary, that's an opportunity to get in touch with the belief systems that make it seem scary. Because it's only your definition of the unknown that creates the experience of fear. There is nothing about the unknown itself. There is nothing about the unknown itself that generates fear. Only your definition of it generates the experience of fear. That's all. It's the only thing that works that way. So, embracing the unknown, making choices at will to break your continuity creatively will begin to allow you to truly experience what you have for a long time called magic. Where one moment does not necessarily have to appear connected to the next. Where your space-time reality begins to get very slippery. And you can all of a sudden begin, if you have not already begun, to experience such things as winding up somewhere and having no idea exactly how you could possibly have gotten there. Getting somewhere in an amount of time that heretofore would have been impossible to get there in. And all sorts of experiences like that where you suddenly realize that you can do without some of the intervening continuity moments. The ideas of teleportation... The ideas themselves of shifting in time, the idea of expanding your awareness to many different lives and parallel dimensions of reality, all come from the willingness to break your continuity creatively. Now, up to this time in your history, it hasn't necessarily served you to do that, except perhaps now and then in a very random way when it served some particular purpose in some particular person's life. But now, in this day and age, the idea itself that you are in a day and age of transformation allows you to consider many more options, many more possibilities of what you can experience physical reality to be. Physical reality is very flexible, very malleable. Remember, it's just an illusion. It's just a mirror. It only reflects back what you give off. So just as your reflection in the mirror really has no substance, physical reality itself really has no substance and is, in that sense, a true will-o'-the-wisp. It will take its form only from what you believe it to be. Only from the solidity you impart to it with your definitions and your meanings and your beliefs. It is no more substantial than that. No more substantial than your idea of it. What is real is your experience. That's reality. Experience is reality. Reality is experience. Not the things that are the props of the experience The experience itself is who you actually are, is what you actually are. You are consciousness experiencing itself from all the perspectives it can. That's what creation is. Consciousness experiencing itself from all the perspectives it can. That's it. That's what reality is. And when you begin to get a handle on that, when you begin to be willing to break your continuity with that intention in mind, you open up a myriad of possibilities that heretofore were not experienceable in physical reality because you are redefining physical reality itself. We have long said 
and we will repeat this if necessary. We have long said the process of shifting, the process of ascending from one dimension or one reality to another is the process of realizing that you actually are the reality you previously thought you existed in. I'll say it again. The whole concept of ascending, the whole concept of moving from one reality level, one dimension, one density to another, is the result of realizing that you actually, you actually are the reality itself that you previously thought you existed in. So what we are saying is, you don't exist in physical reality, you are physical reality. It is you. It's just an extension of your consciousness. It's just an experience in your consciousness. When you recognize fully that there is no physical reality except for your experience of it, and that that's what reality is, that is what allows you to experience an expansion of your idea of reality as you experience an expansion of your idea of yourself. And that's what allows you to have the experience you call ascension or advancement or growth or expansion. Does that make sense to you? Is there someone to whom it does not make sense? All right. Would you like me to explain more clearly in some specific way what I have just said? All right. All right. Right now, most of you imagine or have been taught to believe that physical reality is a place in which you exist. You understand? You are being taught that physical reality is a dimension and that somehow you as an individual exist inside that dimension. <clears throat> but you don't. The dimension exists inside you. It's just an idea. There is actually nothing out there. There is no out there. That's an illusion. It's a projection. It's all going on inside your consciousness. Does that make sense? So when you understand that you are not in physical reality, that physical reality is in you, that awareness in and of itself, that moment of being aware of that in and of itself, is the experience of expansion and ascension to a different level. Does that make sense? Does that help clarify it sufficiently? Or is there something else you wish to explore about this concept before we go on? All right. But you understand the concept. That's a beginning. That's a beginning. And we understand that you're not going to let go of it completely because you still do want to have an experience of physical reality. We are not necessarily saying that you absolutely have to suddenly find yourself floating in the middle of a black void with nothing around you in order to understand you are changing your reality moment to moment. What we are simply saying, however, is that you can understand that since you're changing your reality moment to moment anyway, it can really be anything you want it to be because it's only coming from within you anyway. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. So we're not saying you will necessarily completely give up the idea of the experience of being in physical reality. We are simply saying that when you realize that physical reality is within you, then your experience of being in physical reality can be almost anything you want it to be. 
Now, the other thing that you will all tend to do is, of course, you will do this changing. You will do this transforming. You will change your physical reality experience at a rate that you believe and in a way that you believe is not only comfortable for you, but in a way that makes sense for all the people you are connected to in your life because you want to retain some degree of the experience of continuity in order to have the experience and share the experience. So, you will move at a rate, you will do it in a way that best suits you, best serves you, and best serves all those around you with whom you have made agreements to move forward with at a certain pace. So some of you, let's say, within any particular group arrangement, may move a little bit faster than others, may change your reality a little bit more quickly, a little bit more effortlessly. Some may change a little less quickly, a little less effortlessly. But within that whole family group, within that whole arrangement, you will generally move together at a certain rate, at a certain pace that benefits you all because that's the agreement you have made is to help each other learn to do that by reflecting to each other what is going on within the group with regard to changing your reality so that each member can decide for themselves how and how fast to change their reality or to be aware of the changes they can make. So some of you will do that as well and that will form a kind of a regulating speed for how you do it. That does not mean, however, that you are limited by that. At any moment, you can change your idea of what you want to do with regard to those agreements, and you can go a little bit farther ahead and come back. You can do anything you want. Anything you want. Choice is always available to you. We have talked about before, and we know many of you are familiar with, a series of books that exists on your planet called Conversations with God. Yes? Yes. In what you call the latest book, there is an understanding and an explanation that fully illustrates what we are talking about in terms of having choice at every moment. It is explained very clearly in that book that even after you physically die, You still have a choice to not go on into spirit, but to pick up your physical life where you left off and continue. You do not have to physically die until you want to. This immediately, of course, in many of you, brings up the question, well, if you can always come back, then why didn't so-and-so come back? Because they were done. Because they made a choice to go on. But you are always given the choice to actually continue the life that you just died in. You may or may not choose to remember that that's what happened. Those that might choose to remember or experience some idea that something different is going on may remember it as some kind of a continuity glitch or a dream about dying and then suddenly waking up and going, well, that was just a dream when in fact it may have actually happened in physical reality. And you died and were given a chance to simply go back and pick up where you left off and only remember having died as a dream so that you retain some idea of the experience but not in a way that interrupts the flow of the physical reality you wish to continue. You do not even have to physically die if you don't want to. 
even though you may die, and even though many of you have actually physically died many times. You may not know that you have. You have choice at every moment. Every moment, even after death, to not die. To continue that life if you want to, or to go on to something else. You are that free. And many of you have exercised that option a few times. Sometimes when you are in what appears to be an approaching accident, and you think, there is no possible way we could get out of this, but then suddenly you find that somehow you got out of it, you may realize that you didn't get out of it. You died and then simply reconstructed your life on the other side of the accident. You are that free. That's what we mean by freedom of choice. It doesn't matter. Even if you die, you still have freedom to choose what you would like to do from that point forward. So don't worry about it. Don't worry about the idea that you have to hurry up and get everything done by a certain time, that you need to finish this before you die. If you don't, you can come back and still finish it. In the same life as the same person, so you think. In effect, it will seem to be the same life. Of course, it's not. It's a parallel reality by definition. But you won't know the difference because you're creating a continuity in order to have an experience as if you did not die. That's how free you are with your choices. That's how powerful you are. Knowing all of this and applying it to your life on a daily basis is what will allow you to really begin to feel... in your soul, in your heart, in your bones, in every cell of your being, in every fiber of your body, really begin to feel what it means to be free to choose. You are unlimited beings, except for the experience of limitation you impose upon yourself, but you impose the experience of limitation on yourself from your unlimited self. You can experience anything, everything, It simply depends upon your agreements, your beliefs, your definitions. That's all. But this is the time on your planet, now that you have decided it is time to wake up, that it is time to become aware of these abilities, time to become awake to more of yourself. And that's why we have the ability to discuss this with you. That's why you have the ability to implement these ideas and experience this magic in your lives to see that life is this fluid, this flexible, this magical, this unlimited, guaranteed 100%, not because I say so, because that's the way the universe is. That's the way it's structured. This is the great gift that creation has given to all the creations within it. You are that free, you are that powerful, you are made in the image of the creation. That's what it means. You are a spark of creation and have all the same abilities within whatever you deem to be your reality. You are that free and now you're coming to that realization. One of the ways that we would like to assist you in coming to this realization, in giving yourself more awareness that you have these abilities is a technique that we would like to refer to as rewiring the brain. You see, 
every thought you have actually rewires your neurological pathways in your brain. But when you create a belief system that perpetuates or repeats a certain experience, when you continue to choose a similar experience over and over and over again, what you also create in your neurological pathways is a kind of a feedback loop. And this feedback loop, like a belief system, becomes self-reinforcing. <clears throat> so that you only experience that automatically over and over and over again until you break the cycle. This idea now of breaking that cycle, breaking your continuity creatively, will be expressed in an exercise, more specifically in an equation, that will allow you to stop short-circuiting yourself in a feedback loop and will allow you to complete the circuit and ground yourself into an ability to manifest what you prefer instead of getting caught up in this feedback cycle of continuing to choose what you don't prefer. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio as we explore some of the outer reaches of information coming through beings who are seeing that there is perhaps so much more to know about who we are in this consciousness. I hope that some of this information piqued your curiosity. I hope it was challenging. I hope it was funny at times and poignant. And if you'd like to explore more about Bashar's work, go to www.bashar.org to explore more. What I love so much about Unity is its ability to encompass so much breadth of knowing and allow us all together to explore what could be happening, what more could be unfolding. And we'll be talking more about it next week on the show, exploring some of these topics, seeing what resonates, seeing what it is that we want to keep, seeing what it is that we want to let go. But more so than anything else, be explorers, willing and open to hear about our expansion. I thank you for joining us on this show. And as always, it is wonderful to be on this journey together as we remember who we really are. Be well. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. Attraction.